It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Which position groups will Auburn pursue the hardest via the transfer portal? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Also, thank you to Lindsey Crosby and message board legend Charlie Five for filling in, holding down the fort the last few days. I'm back, and what a way to come back. Celebrating a little War Rapport Wednesday. Mike G of the War Rapport joining us. And look, football's in the air as we are recording this little after Auburn's Pro Day. A lot to be excited about. But I think a lot of what this coaching staff is thinking about, Mike G, and I mean, I'm kind of basing this off of how Hugh Freeze talked about a few different position groups yesterday or earlier in the week, rather, about how they're they're not done building out certain position groups. And so we're going to talk about the three biggest position groups that I think Auburn's going to pursue in the May transfer window, which is, of course, May 1 through May 15. And let's start things off with the jack position, formerly known as the edge position. The verbiage is a little bit different. They're going to have a little bit different role, but the idea is still the same, right? Because everybody's thinking about Derek Hall, and Hugh Freeze talks about Derek Hall a lot. He wishes he had Derek Hall for one more season. I think he likes the guys in this room, Mike G, for different reasons. I think he likes Keldrick Falk because, you know, he said that's yeah. what they're supposed to look like. I mean, it's just he's young. He's young, and how available is he going to be early on? And then you go out and get, you know, an experienced guy and a high-character guy with Elijah McAllister, but it really kind of set off an alarm in my head, Mike G, when Hugh Freeze talked about Elijah McAllister, and I'm paraphrasing here, getting a ton of reps, a ton of solid reps, and he's a good teammate. Didn't talk about his burst. Didn't talk about his ability as like playing a jack. He's just like, yeah, he's playing a lot. And he's good in the locker room. Yeah. Now, listen, this is not the first time he's made this sort of comment about a guy. And sure. I think that they're really holding off on going too deep on evaluations right now this early into camp. Um, I, Hugh Freeze has taken a I want to promote competition type of approach to a lot of these position battles. So he's not very careful about his wording about saying one guy is leading or one guy is, you know, out in front. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen him choose his words very, very carefully. But if he does mention a guy that means something, it means something. He may not be as, as go as far to say, hey, well, he's doing these things really well in camp. Uh, uh, but, you know, that seems to be Hugh Freeze's style early on in his tenure here at Auburn. Yeah, yeah. But as far as just like what he needs at the jack position, I don't think he feels like it's there. Yeah, that's listen, that's not that far off. It's been really quiet on the Dylan Brooks front, and I have been a big Dylan Brooks guy. Have so, you heard anything on him? It, it is radio Crazy. silence when it comes to Dylan Brooks right now. So um, that may be a question that we ask uh, at the next press conference so we can get an update on that. Maybe uh, worth hey, it. Yeah. Where, is, where is Dylan Brooks? Is he uh, doing all right? Do you guys still feel good about him? Uh, this was a number 18 overall prospect as rated by ESPN when he came out. Now, they stole him from Tennessee after they got in trouble for handing out McDonald's bags with drug money in it or whatever. And 
at the end of the day, Dylan Brooks is one of those guys that you hope steps up. He's been in the system for a couple of years. Right. He should be physically ready to play SEC football. And if he's not ready to go, I think that this is one of those rooms where you got to go to the portal and try to find somebody. Yeah, anytime – and I've talked to folks that are practicing the entire time, as I'm sure you have too, Mike G, and then just – I mean, coaches have had the opportunity to talk about him. I mean, the Jack position comes up a good bit. It does. And he's never mentioned. Right. And that that to me is concerning. We talked about his weight, right, mm-hmm. being a big part of, of him taking that next step. And – I mean, I can't even talk on his weight and what it looks like frame-wise because, like, w- when I watch the defensive part of practice, I don't notice him, and and that's concerning. And so when you look at it, I think Elijah McAllister is a high-floor, low-ceiling-type player that you hope is good enough until Keldrick Falk is ready to come in and, you know, play beyond what being a freshman would look like. I, I think that's kind of where it's at right now. But I think it was Bill Cameron of uh, ESPN 106.7 asked about the Jack position. And he's like, yeah, we need to recruit it. We need to recruit it more. And I think some of that is for the, you know, the upcoming high school classes, but I think some of it has to do with May too. I don't think that this Auburn football team is going to look like this at the Jack position going into the season. And that could involve a guy like Dylan Brooks leaving Mike G. I mean, if you're Dylan Brooks and you're looking at it, it's like, well, this Kelter guy's hot me. And I mean, I'm hearing better things about Brenton Williams, the Opelika kid, uh, than I am about Dylan Brooks. And so, you know, if he leaves, what does that look like for the room? I don't know. I, I just think this is a, a position group, the Jack linebacker, that they have to. They have to get more bodies. Well, Ron Roberts talked about uh, having that hybrid guy who could play a three technique um, or stand up and rush the passer. Um, you know, that mo- that hybrid guy, right? Um, and we, Dylan Brooks was supposed to be one of possibly one of those dudes. Um, yeah, so I just, I, I'm with you on this one. I just think, you know, you don't want your name to be lost here in the spring. You don't want your name to be lost. So you either need to stand out for what you're doing on the field or for what you're, you know, how you lead and how you set examples. And, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing to be mentioned in that regard right now during the spring because a lot of evaluations are happening. And I think that they're trying hard to promote competition. So they don't want to big up any one guy, but you you definitely don't want your name to be forgotten. No, and his path to playing time was probably the easiest of all the Jack guys on the team. Maybe not Elijah McAllister. 100%. (laughs) But, I mean... you were in the system and sure the system changed, but like, you know, you don't have to reacclimate yourself to, you know, moving and facilities and, and all of that to some extent. Sure. They did move across the street, but I, I just, once again, like we talked about Holden Gurner possibly winning the spring. Like he, he could have been a dude that, that that's won it and he's got time. Sure. But yeah, Dylan Brooks has concerned me. And so I, I think the lack of step forward that you've seen from Dylan is um, possibly a reason why you need to go and get some more guys that probably have a higher floor because I don't think you're going to have the high ceiling guys in this upcoming portal unless some interesting things happen possibly. We'll, we'll certainly see on that. But mm-hmm. I just think you need more bodies. I don't even think they need to be all SEC type guys. I don't, they don't need to be starting caliber guys. You mm-hmm. just need more dudes. And maybe you're all the dice and you get in that right? I, I think that's really kind of kind of be the goal here when you look at how they're going to increase the potential of the Jack linebacker spot during the May portal.
All right, there's two other position groups, Mike G, that we're going to talk about in regards to who Auburn needs to get positionally in this upcoming portal as we get more and more information from spring. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Look, Auburn folks, y'all don't need to know that March Madness is going on. Maybe now uh, you know your, your brackets are done. So Everybody's as the tournament heats up, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy tournament. And so you're like, okay, I have no purpose anymore because my bracket is done. Might as well not watch March Madness. No, get out of here with that. Head over to FanDuel, pick a few teams, and get rocking and rolling. Pound the money line on some underdogs. I don't care. Do it. Head over to, um, to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Right now, they've got no sweat. First bets up to $1,000. Bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Mike G, another position group that I think, and he kind of hinted, Hugh Freeze kind of hinted at this earlier in the week, that's underachieved a little bit, wide receivers. We talked mm. about them going into the portal and getting guys. They got Nick Mardner, which has generated a ton of excitement. His physique, his arm length, his ability, we all love that, sure. And it looks like he's going to be a starter. It looks like he's consistently on that far right side of the field in the starting offense. I love that. But... I just don't think Hugh Freeze makes a comment like that unless he's trying to send the message. And so the message is either, hey, you need to get better or we're going to do everything we possibly can to find people that are better than you. Yeah, so I'm not actually reading too much into what he said about wide receivers. Okay. Um, now, um, there's a causality to having issues at quarterback and then seeing what your receivers have for sure. It's but, all connected, right? Yeah, it's all connected. Sure. Um, but uh, I think there's a lot of talent in that room. Uh, Mardner obviously stands out. Hugh Freeze talked about catch radius in this league in one of the press yeah. conferences where we talked about that. And, you know, there there's a lot of talent in here. I mean, my standout guy, my standout guy, my surprise guy. I don't know how much of a surprise he's going to be if you've been listening to us talk for any length of time on this show or over on the War Report. But my standout guy is, is Jay Fair. Mm. Um, I think that he has a chance that if you if this is an unimpressive group, let's say if we're taking Hugh Freeze the way you, you know you just mentioned, this is an un, unimpressive group. I think a guy like Jay Fair has a chance to sneak in there and really garner some time, you know, uh, from the slot. Uh, he's quick, he's fast, he does everything that's asked of him on and off the field. He's a weight room warrior, uh, and he can catch. He can flat out catch so, the ball. So I'm cool with that. I like Jay Fair. I like. He seems like a good dude. I think he's got a lot of upside. I love his high school tape. If, he's, if he does that, if he does what you're saying he's going to do, who is he hopping at the slot to do that? Let's assume they go four wide, so you got two slot receivers. Mm -hmm. Is he getting more reps than Coy Moore? Listen, if you're if, if you're saying well, just, just yes or no, just yeah, yes yeah. or no, just yes yeah. or no. Yeah, I mean, more reps. I don't know. Why does it have to be a more reps thing? Why can't it be a some reps thing? Right? Because I don't think 
there's just so many dudes. And like, you're also kind of adding the caveat of like, okay, let's assume there's two slot receivers on the field, not an extra mm-hmm. tight end or running back or anything like that, which I think we're going to see mm-hmm. a lot of, but if there's going to be a lot of Jay fair, that means he's going to get opportunities over Coy Moore at some points of the season. He's going to get opportunities over Javaris Johnson over okay, some points but, over the but, season. All right, he's going to so get it, reps over Tavares Dawson over some points of the season. But I'm just tell- not buying that all three of those things are going to happen. Okay, but if you're telling me that Hugh Freeze is unimpressed with this room, then you know I don't. The answer is not may not be in the portal. It may be on your bench, right? And so this is where guys have a chance to step up. And you're right. Look, listen. I mean, it sounds crazy to say, oh yeah, he's going to start over Coy Moore. But as the season goes along, if things don't bear out the way Hugh Freeze yeah. hopes, mm-hmm. and this this sticks, then yeah, I think you do go to your bench, and I think you see a guy like Jay Fair outwork certain guys in front of them. It has I'm happened. Cool it it has it. it happens. It happens year in and year out in every program where some guy who thinks he's the dude going in gets a little lazy and the dude behind him outworks him and gets on the field. Now I'm not sure that that's that Koi has that problem right now, but you know, uh I still like this wide receiver room a whole lot. I think that there are standouts in there. And I don't think that his comment about where they're at has anything to do with their talent necessarily. I, I agree with that. I think they're right. very talented. I think they're actually yeah. extremely underrated when it comes to talent, but right. they can't turn the corner. And a lot of these dudes are older dudes. Like they are who they are at this point. And it stinks, but it just kind of is what it, I mean, the first two years you're on campus, it's important. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, I think the old coaching staff kind of, especially the receiver room. I mean, with the turnover they had two years ago with that. And then like with Keysal, like was Keysal even like an SEC coach? Like, it's weird. I mean, I I, I yeah. hurt for him. Like I, well, I genuinely well, do. I tell you, I think saved that room to some extent, right? Yeah. Like, let's let's give him credit where credit's due. But I, I just so looking at these wide receivers, okay, Coy Moore, Tavares Dawson, Camden Brown, Jay Fair, Javaris Johnson, Mardner, Landon King, Malcolm Johnson Jr., Amari Kelly, Jackson Billings is getting more reps with the two deep than I expected him to. Like, I just don't see a world. Where all of these guys stick around. Yeah. Uh, well, I agree with that. I think that. And um, when that happens, Mike G, you have to then go replenish it because I think the amount of dudes catching passes is about the right amount. But if some of those guys leave and it's like, I'm the, literally the seventh option here, mm-hmm. you're probably going to leave, right? Like an Amari Kelly is interesting. And I really, really like Amari Kelly. I do not want this to happen. But like, I'm just guessing that the previous staff has liked him more than this staff is going to, as yeah. far as like the pecking order. So how do you respond to a situation well, like well, that? Well, we talk about this a lot at quarterback, where it's like, oh, none of these guys are Hugh Freeze's guys, right? You know, we we tend to over-talk that, point, that talking sure. point about quarterback, but nobody ever talks about that at the other positions. You know, are these his guys? Are I mean, we're seeing an guys? offensive line, right? right. Like, Hugh Freeze loves Tate Johnson. Like, he right. loves him, right? Yeah, I get it. Every every coach is going to have his dudes, totally. Yeah, yeah, which is why I bring up Jay Fair. I think he's a Hugh Freeze guy, um, okay. personally. I think he's the prototypical player Hugh Freeze is looking for. Yeah. Um, now, outside of that, when you talk about, you know, guys like Amari Kelly, who got, you know, some shine and some moments. I think it surprised a lot of us. But yeah. it's like, yeah, we look pretty good. Yeah. He, looked, he looked pretty good on the field. Um, it's, you know, guys want to play now. And if their path of playing time isn't clear, I think regardless of how things flesh out, I think you'll see some attrition in, in the wide receiver room because you don't bring in a guy like Martyr to sit him, right? He's going to take time from somebody or he's going to jump into a backup spot at the very, very, very least that somebody else thought they had locked down and they're going to fall, like you said, third or fourth down 
the depth chart and and, and think I'm out of here. So this is going to be interesting to see because we haven't seen a lot of work from the wide receivers that are coming back um, in general based on how much Auburn didn't throw the ball or couldn't connect with them. You know, I mean, we saw Coy Moore do some nice things in points, you know, on, on the field. You know, we saw Shedrick think, Jackson take a lot of time, but he underwhelmed in his time at Auburn. Uh, you know, he was an experienced guy that they just continued to put out there, put out there, but there was no, I mean, the upside was extremely limited with him. And you had guys on the bench who probably had bigger upside. And if I, listen, and I, I like this, I love Shed. He's, he's an Auburn guy. Uh, and, you know, he's a hard worker and he's a great teammate. But like, if I'm in this wide receiver room, I'm not sitting another year behind a Shedrick Jackson. I'm just not. Right. Uh, not if I are you sitting them. another year behind Camden Brown if you're an outside receiver. Yeah, that's a whole different story, too. I mean, because that guy has got eligibility left. So, yeah, you're right. Attrition is coming. I do think this is someplace where they could go to the portal. I'm not sure exactly what's going to be available in the portal post spring. We do know if they're they've, they're coming in and they're going to play immediately. Mike, I think there's yeah. going to be plenty of It's going to have to be out of conference. It's going to have to be out of conference, right? Because I think after the, the May That's window, right. you cannot enter conference, conference transfer and play the uh, same year. Uh, right. So, yeah, because so many we'll people see. are talking about Brock Vandergriff, the Georgia quarterback. And it's like, no, he can't. He can't transfer. He would have to sit out a year, and that defeats, that defeats yeah. the purpose. And I mean, think about offensively is there an easier position to step in and play immediately than wide receiver? Running back. Yeah. I mean, but I, I get your point totally. Yeah, 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 right. Like you know, I mean, you run routes, you pick, you you learn when you you know you know what you're supposed to do on that play. Yep. It's a lot easier than picking up quarterback or offensive line, certainly. Um, and so, to me, I just think this is an opportunity where guys will have an opportunity to uh, to step in after spring and, and 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 maybe make an instant impact if they can develop chemistry with the quarterbacks uh, quickly. The last position group that we'll discuss that we think Auburn needs to pursue heavily in the transfer portal this May, coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord. It's free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description or show description down below. Appreciate you for doing that. Mike G, the third one, I think, is quarterback. And this is something that we've said over and over and over again. Right. And uh, one of your co-hosts, <laughs> Ike, um, somebody tweeted it like it was me and then like the War Report guys. It was you guys. And they're like, he, this dude's like, yeah, nobody's saying this, but like I think uh, I don't think the quarterbacks on the rosters. It's nobody saying it. I'll say it. And Ike's like, dude, almost everybody is saying that. <laughs> and I think the, the farther spring goes on, and the more comments that Hugh Freeze says about this quarterback competition, like this is the first time where I I made a point like not to spend a ton of time watching quarterbacks in our twenty minute window that we get of practice because I'm like I just I think these guys who they are at this point. You know, I, I think there's aspects of Robbie, and you asked a great question to Hugh Freeze, and I'm sure you'll bring it up in a second about, like, how do you evaluate Robbie when you can't go live? But I think the bottom line of this, the way he's talking about this room, Mike G, is once again, I think he's sending a message that he's not excited. And if you're a quarterback that wants to play in the SEC, that's good enough to play in the SEC, 
If you enter the portal, you will get a call from this coaching staff. I really think that's what's happening here. Uh, yeah. So going back to what we just mentioned about these guys not necessarily being his guys. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a chance to step up and, and, and show that this spring. But, um, you know, what he talked about, he talked about quarterbacks having their eyes in the wrong places. Now, now system, they're still trying to figure out the system at this point. So they're not getting judged harshly based on that. It's about basic quarterbacking stuff. Um, you know, some things are just quarterback things. When you go out there and you play football, you know where your eyes are supposed to be. Um, you know, if it's a zone defense, where are your eyes supposed to be? You know, if the safety is up and like, you know, things that quarterbacks just do. And and mm-hmm. he's noting that these guys maybe have a lot further to go than he would have hoped. Now, um, some of that is through no fault of their own. Um, you know, they were taught correctly. And this has been a bugaboo for Auburn, which is why Hugh Freeze toting himself to be the quarterback guru was important in this hiring. Um, I personally would like to see him take one of these guys in this room and develop them. Uh, but if you but you got to win games in the fall, I think Hugh Freeze understands that. And in this league, it is really difficult to do that when you do not have a top tier quarterback or at least uh, you know, a guy who can go go in there and manage the game and not turn the ball over and lose your games. So uh yeah, they, I think they, I think Auburn does look to the portal uh, for competition at this position. Now, it, it can't be understated. Whoever comes in post spring has to learn the system as well, too, right? Like they've got it. They've got it. They've got. They're going to have some catching up to do. But um, if these guys have not put made significant strides, you're making that job easier for somebody to come in and take the job. Personally, because if all things are equal, and then this guy is doing all these little things already that Hugh Freeze is talking about, this quarterback room may not be doing. He's going to win it. I want you to hear me, Zach. He's going to win it. The only X factor in this whole conversation is Robbie Ashford's legs. <laughs> right? And I what feel he gives like you there used to be two. I, I agree with you. I feel like, though, there used to be two X factors. And okay. The other one's just holding Gurner's upside. Yeah. And it just hasn't really... It hasn't manifested. Now... It hasn't really happened. I watched Holden Gurner throw some beautiful passes at Pro Day. I heard he did pretty well. Yeah, he looked really good out there. You're reminded of his arm, arm talent when you when you see him throw uh, to these uh, receivers. He threw to uh, John, John Samuel Shanker a lot. Um, he threw to Shed some. You know, uh, Kayla Newton was out there catching passes. Uh, you know, these guys were out there just kind of doing their thing. Uh, yeah. And then those guys obviously caught, caught balls from Cam as well. Uh, but this is, this is a thing I think that, uh, is going to continue to be a storyline. Hugh Freeze said it would be going into the fall. And he said, we're not narrowing anything down during the spring. Now, what I think, and I quarterback particularly, I, I think he believes that to be true. He doesn't have a reason. What reason does he have to, unless you a guy clearly emerges as a guy that you can say, hey, this is going to be my guy in the fall. We're going to get him the reps, and then we're going to prepare everybody to back him up. Right, right. And I, I just, I, I think some of this is going to answer itself because I, all three of these guys aren't staying. I would be no. shocked if all three of those guys, all three of these guys stuck around. Right. Two, well, two can leave for free. Yeah. Two can leave for free, right? Assuming TJ handles all of his academic stuff and he's able to graduate. Mm-hmm. And, and Robbie's really the only one that can't. But if you're Robbie and you're like, oh, okay, you know, I feel disrespected or whatever it may be. And you like, you just choose to sit, sit out for a year just because you want to make sure you can do it. And I don't know, maybe he's able to graduate before them. I don't know, but I, I just, it's, it's going to be tougher for him to leave. But the other two, I would just be shocked if both of them stayed. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, quarterback is one of the, you only put one on the field at a time, unless, uh, unless you're, you're Brian Harson, you just, or, 
It's like, oh, you completed a 26-yard pass. Let me pull you real quick. Uh, right. What was it? 20? Was it 2016, Gus? <laughs> that we that saw was wild the, too. The yeah, like five five different guys took a <laughs> took a snap at quarterback. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, but ultimately, uh, we expect you Freeze to put one guy out there, and what that's going to mean for these guys is is that um you there's not Robbie Ashford has a ton of eligibility left. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holden has a t- all of his college career in front of him, you know, and, you know, TJ is window is closing uh, because he's getting older and he's, you know, he's played. He's going into his fourth year on the field. Right. Right. So this is going to be uh, this is going to continue to be a storyline. You, you cannot win in the SEC without quarterback play, Zach, unless you are exceptional at everything else. Mm hmm. Exceptional, mm-hmm. exceptional on the line, exceptional at receiver, exceptional at running back, right? Yeah. And those offenses are so rare these days where you can have a – remember, the uh, I, I like to call it the Greg McElroy, A.J. McCarron kind of era of quarterbacking the SEC where those guys didn't have to be amazing. They were game managers. They just don't go out there and lose the game. That's not the SEC anymore. No. Every, people have dynamic athletes. They have dynamic, talented quarterback. and so, More parity than it used to be. Yeah, deeper. I'm telling yep. you, it, it's, it's much deeper. And uh, Hugh Freeze, I think, understands that, which is why he's going to look to the portal to at least, to try to create that parity within his own team. And if he Mike, can't, he's going to have to roll with Robbie Ashford or you know TJ Finley or one of these guys that's already here. Mike G, how can people check out everything you guys have going on at The War Report? Uh, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on every single social social media platform. We're the War Report. We got a lot going on this summer uh, and getting ready for uh, a day, and also going into fall camp. Uh, some summer workouts. We have some things that we're going to be hitting you guys with. So subscribe and, and give us a look. You can find all of my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.